Okay, we're going to get to Billy in a minute, so keep him handy. Uh, whatever his name is, you have one for him? Uh, just to, um, let's see, cases first, then I'll show you the diagram. Uh, everything is in the Mama Kamitz. For those listening, I added some today, including this picture. Okay, on page two of your handout. It's amazing that all these things, even though they're also separate sugyas, which I have to get to, but the honey in general and uh, the etzim and atame, which is part and parcel, but a lot of this we need for the background to understand what the svaras are going to be by the gelatins and things that are bones, things that are edible, not edible, things that are nishtana. So you have to keep all this in mind, obviously, over the next few weeks as we continue to develop the sugya. And the fact is that Tesis is trying to answer, as he will say in his kasha, he's surprised at the metzias. So let me explain to you what the metzias is, and then we'll uh, see what he's surprised about. Uh, bees are from the most fascinating uh, creatures around. They're always more fascinating when you're learning them in the sugya. Uh, all of Niflis are very... Anybody who can be uh, claiming he's not a Maimon, you know, you look at the human finger, the human eye, it's enough to convince you, but you look how HaKadosh Baruch Hu put in the Bria the cross-pollinization that the bees are doing to keep all the plants alive and passing down the Maseira, and then at the same time, their ingredients that they're taking in, the pollen that they use for their own bread, their own sustenance, and the honey that they're supplying to humanity uh, is coming from millions and millions of bees who are flying millions of miles, just uh, flying around the world quite a few times to, uh, not millions, but it's uh, many, many, many tens of thousands, and the fact that they're so well trained that Akash Baruch put into their little brain, which doesn't really store much else, but the ability to do all this is incredible. And the body, just in the picture you're going to see, it's very, very intricate for a, a little critter. And what happens when they make honey is that the honey comes out not in the beautiful, see-through, clear um, brands that we see on the table, but in the raw form, it's pretty cloudy, and there's a lot in there. There's uh, pollen, there's beeswax, there's all sorts of other things, and, and dirt, and bee parts, and legs, and wings, and little parts of the actual body. At uh, time memorial, we were trying to filter out the honey to give the clear stuff, and recent times, food technology is all about giving the consumer something that's pleasing to the eye, and it's more pleasing when you see something that's clear and looks like uh, they call it uh, liquid gold and looks uh, nicer. People want to buy it, they want to eat it. So already in Tasis's time, they figured out that we certainly want to filter the stuff, but the filterization isn't always perfect. It wasn't perfect then, certainly, and even now it's not perfect. So Tasis wants to know, take a look at Tasis in the middle of the Amid. How can we eat this stuff even after it's somewhat processed? There are bees legs in there. So how are we eating this stuff? Now, the reason Tysus picks on the bee legs is because even if you try to cook it out and filter it out and the main stuff goes to the top, 
the legs are tiny and they often don't come out. And the second problem is that when you cook it out, if it's above Yatsaledis, even if you get it all out, the honey should be ulcer because all the tom and the bleeds from the critter that's ulcer now went into your honey. If you cook chazer and you take it out, it's not going to help you much because in the broth is chazer. So we're going to deal with that next. Tasis is just dealing with the fact that some of the bee is left in. So you'll say, well, the bee legs, the best of the bee, afagav da havi pagam. He's not talking about, keep this in mind, we're not talking about the bleeds yet. Bleeds is the time that comes out. We're talking about the animal. So he says, whatever's left in there, it tastes horrible. And it's pagam. Tasis says, that's not a heter. The Torah says most insects don't taste good, and most of the civilized world doesn't eat them. Part of the world does, but I don't even know if they're eating bees in China. So even if you agree, even if most people agree in your area that it's horrible, that's not a heter because the Torah said, The bee is usher, and that's the exact custom. There's many lava attached to it. So how can you leave any part therein inside the honey? And apparently, even now, it's somewhat of an issue, and then... They couldn't get it all out. So, well, we're not dealing now yet. We will in a few moments with, even when you cook it out, what you do with the bleed. It's why I'm talking about the actual object. All they are merely like bones. Muturin, as you all know, bones are mutur. Now, let's try the way this is. He quotes it from Tyrus. It's a pella which we'll have to get to. The Raman we saw last night that says that bones were also midorbanon. Doesn't quote anything in Shas. Not Mishnah, is not Gemara. He quotes a Sifra. Because all the Mishnah and Gemara's we have talk about tomb of a Tyrus. It assumes it's the same. If it's the same, what do you have to quote a Sifra for? But whatever the Makar is, if something's Eichel, then it's going to be also if it comes from the Hemet or Sheretz. And if it's not Eichel, it's not going to be also, and it's not going to be. So it should go hand in hand, places assuming that. That's why it's being arrived from the Mishnah of Tyrus. Uh, and it's the same thing. So the Raya Tesis has, you look at the gifts on the side where the Raya is from, but the Raya Tesis has, if it's Tahir, it's not food. It's like Atzamas, and Atzamas aren't food, and Ragle of bees are not food either. Now, problem number one is the Ram we saw last night says it's also, at least Midabonim, maybe even the Raisa just doesn't have a Chiyah Malchus. So, does Tesis agree with the Rambam? Not necessarily. And the reason is, keep in mind, let's assume it's in his Durabonim, the easier way to keep the Sugya going is that the bones are Mutam and you can't eat it because it's Achshaveh when you start eating, when you start eating something, you put it in your mouth, you're Machshaveh, and according to the Rosh and the Rambam probably agrees, that makes it also Midabonim if you're eating it. These bee legs, we're not trying to eat. We're trying to eat honey. It's just you can't get them out. That's not achshaveh. That's important to keep in mind. So it's not going to be in Israel either. So Tesis says, the rice of the bones are mutter, the legs are mutter, and it's not a hetter because it tastes bad. It's just nothing. It's not uh, the bee tastes bad, but the Torah said that. The legs are like atzavas, so picture of little sticks, little bones, and it's tar, it's not food. That's why it's tar. And Tesa says, Mashma is not even also Midrabanon. I'm adding, Farsham says, because no Ashwaves, I'm not trying to eat them. So far, so good? What is the piece of like hooks? Those have absolutely no 
Patricia Brown, I said. But what, which animal? An animal with the bones, but B, as bad as the legs are, they probably have some of the starving They probably don't, and that's why I brought you this picture. I don't normally have show and tell. I was going to bring a bee, but I don't like them. And uh, sometimes they sting, certainly when you're trying to show them off. But if you take the picture in front of you, um, it's very instructive. And Aaron asked last night, at the end of the year, he says, why the legs like Atzamas? They have muscle. So they have muscle because they don't move without muscle. If you look at this diagram, there's actually, there are even closer pictures, but this is good enough. The leg has many, many different parts, and the legs do many things besides walking around and jumping. They also clean and get the pollen out of the way, and they do, they have all sorts of jobs. These guys are as busy as a bee, and they're working all day and all night, and they're, uh, they're doing a lot. So this happens to have more compartments than most insects do because of all the things it has to do. If you look at the very bottom of the leg, so you've got big, strong muscles over here and all sorts of reinforcements to the top. There's armor over here. The very bottom is the foot. There are scientific names for every segment of this, obviously. The very bottom is, um, I believe, what Tate is talking about. Now, that's important because you don't think so. I, I don't. Then you've got to explain what this and this it's and this is. It's a skeleton. It has so little mammoshes inside of it. But you're going to have to, I'm okay with it. I'm just suggesting, if you say that, then you're going to have to start taking this part and saying, why didn't Tasis <laughs> say this? He said, maybe Tasis meant everything, but the line before it said, it can't be the whole bee's mutter. Be- you could take apart this thing, and it's because all pretty small. The big things yeah. go on top, and you will skim them off. But the what was the big thing? What was the chili? The, the body, yeah. the head, is going to go on top, and you'll skim it off. Whereas the legs are much smaller. Uh, it's not, you're just saying a metzias that had problems skimming this out. We're not talking about metzias. You're working, you're trying to say what the problem was. Tasty is saying whatever is floating around in there that's small is going to be, he says yeah, legs here. He says legs here. Shaila is, where do you wings. cut it off? Oh, it's a very good you said that. Tasty doesn't say a word about wings. Where are the wings? It's the pshita. See, it's So it's interesting. If you look at your second copy, yeah. Oh, very good. You guys are on the ball as usual. Okay, so that's in this pile. There's, um, that's why I keep reminding you, you have to keep everything in mind all year round. We're going to get to another sfar. Rabbi Anna says, whatever disappears in honey has din of honey, even if it was novella, trefo, whatever. But the problem with that, Rabbi Anna, we'll get to that, but it's a shayla, the apostle like that, is that Rabbi Anna is talking about where you can't see it. It disappeared. Shayla is, does it still retain? There's no shishin keneg. It's not bottle. It's still nice in time. What do you do with the time? So he says, nah, honey has this wonderful property. It changes everything. There's no time anymore. And the Rosh is not convinced. But that's not going to help us over here. Because if you see, if you see the item, and you just have problems getting to it, then that's a problem. And or can you leave it in there because you don't want to filter so much? That's what Tasis is talking about. No. So if you don't see it, then then you can get into that rabbanian and the rush, which we will mitzvahim get into. Yeah, but nobody wants to do that. Tasis is saying they had problems getting it out. We know it's in there, and we can eat anyway. Crunch, crunch, if you feel something because it's only legs like bones, and there's no achshave because you don't really want to eat them, you just don't have the time or the ability to really get them out. So I'm not married, I'm trying to address your question, and it's a good question, because to say something is a quarter of a millimeter and something is a third of a millimeter and stop making you look like that is a little strange to say that's eight, that's not. That's like bones, that's not. You want to say, well, whatever comes out easily, but then it depends on your filtration process. It's not mistaber. So you asked about wings. So Tesis, 
doesn't say, just says the Raglayim, and you'll say it's Pashit, he's not going to include the wings. I don't think it's Pashit because there's a lot up for grabs over here, and you're just taking the lightest things on the map here. Uh, you look at the, I gave this out, the single paper. Look at the rush in Avodazar. What? No, that's kosher now. What do you mean? Alchemy is, 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 is many malchus. What do you mean? Well, legs and wings might not be a difference. I'll show you the rush right now. Can you, if you have this, the whole back section or his nice head over here with his uh, eyes, they are floating around. So would Rabbi Natan say that it's only bones? Obviously not. He's, not, he's obviously not saying that. So the question is where the cutoff point is. But if you look at the rush in front of you, one other sheet that I gave you, Barazar, uh, Parachamishi? You got it? Take a look at the brackets. Tema. And he ties him with the Gemara. What you asked, even if you want to say that the uh, the Dvash is going to uh, assimilate it. Sheretz me also if it's Bain, the Omer Ben Tam, Af, Yeshua Ragli Azvuv, Oi, can I find him? Now he's quoting Ben Tam. Tasis doesn't have can I find him? The rush, okay. I, I'm okay with Kanafayim also. The problem is we're not going to have a cutoff point. And then he quotes the mission on Yadayim, not in Tyrus. Like bones. That's why I brought you a picture. So here we have this, maybe this, this. I don't know. Got some furry things over here. Okay, that's hair. We'll, we'll, we'll give you that also. Got a long beak here with a tongue. I can dissect this thing and uh, take a lot of things. That I don't think... There's even a Shiloh in Ephraim whether it's Machlechus, what the Rabbi Tom said, and it doesn't make an Afghanita, even by the wings and the leg. And I'm not sure which part of the leg this is. Are, are we yeah. being, what? Are we being the pieces of the bee to bones or and to, to other... To bones. So, bones, so, nails, Right, so, science, so scientifically the exoskeleton of the insect is the, the bones of it. So okay. It's the external shell of it, not the guts. The inside is. The problem is the, the smaller. I, I I understand. The problem is when you do it with tiny insects, so the wings actually don't the have. Then. Don't have what? This inner soft part. It's just. Okay. Does this thing? I didn't. I maybe I can get you some more pictures and give you a close up of the anatomy of a bee. I'm sure they have a hundred diagrams. You have to start examining what this bottom thing is. What's underneath? But if ninety percent of any part of the leg or more is the exoskeleton, do you have to consider the little bit of? Yeah. But what I'm just trying to show you is that you have to halach lamaisa. We don't. I'll get to what the kashrut agents do, but you have to know what taste is referring to when he says the this is a brittle like a, like a stick. He doesn't use the word stick like a bone like another. He's talking about this. He's talking about something in this. Is he talking about something beneath this? And he's talking about the wing. The rush brings down with another wing. The taste does not. He couldn't have possibly opened up a leg in Toysis' system. I don't know. You'd be amazed what they... The, as a matter of fact, this sugya... Nowadays they do. No, 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 no. This sugya is based on what we know today. I'm nispol how chazal were mechab. We shouldn't be nispol. The only reason they came up with a lot of the conclusions we have up here when we get to the lakbog and the shellac and all that... The Achreinim and the, the Gemaras are making assumptions you can only know if you have the technology you have today. They obviously either had it in Messiah or had the ability to take it apart. But that should not astound us because the Gemara does that all the time. Yeah, tell us. I mean, they had microscopes and telescopes. No, 
None. Zero. Zero. Yeah, zero. They had they had tiramisini. That's much better than telescopes. They had they had lenses called them. They had tiramisini. They had a masira. Banu, new kolatarakula. Non kolatarakula means all the science. So they had a masira. They didn't need to always to know why the science, what the scientific explanation was. They knew that this was it. The Gemara by bees. This is my going to answer this now, but I hope to get to it in the next couple of months. The reason why honey is mutter is because they understood the entire process, which today, with all our technology, we, we have examined the documented many times over, the fact, picture in relatively ancient times, that they know that the bees are going to all the flowers, hundreds and hundreds of flowers a day, sucking up the nectar and putting it into a stomach. It's already yetzim and a tummy is tummy, so the honey should be usher. Chazal said it's mutter, no one's chalik on this, because that's not considered going through the systems. They understood the whole digestive system, what it did process, what it didn't, and this went straight back to the beehive. They spit it out to a second bee, spit it out to a third bee, spit it out to the whole assembly line there. Chazal knew all that. You have to know that, either by Messiah that it's mutter, and whether, but the Gemara already hints to us that they knew that. The Gemara says that they're not really processing it, even though it's in the body, they're adding saliva and enzymes, processing it as they fly back to the hive. It's already in process converting the nectar to honey. And Chazal knew all that and said, even though this comes from uh, Sheretz, it's mutter. So, so well, it's a good, good point. I had to have Billy look at that. The answer is, Baruch Hashem, never was because they had a Messiah. Uh, why is whether they, 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 and they couldn't have had, they don't have anywhere near the access we have today. So that's the thing, it's like bones. So bones mean something brittle with no taste. So you've got to get a guy somewhere in the world who uh, tasted all this. So no this way. looks like it's more full than this. That's a sack. I think the ah. that, that's where they carry the Yeah, yeah, I understand, but they got more over here. This is just well, the, this, the armor. The body armor. Crunchy, the body. Uh, I don't like shellfish or lobster, and I can't understand what they see in it. So I'm not going to be able to say way in over here, but... I, it can't be, you could say, the whole you thing is gross. Yeah. Like, why would you, you eat it? Eat the so, the so you prefer that, what? You don't eat the exoskeleton of any of these things. Okay, And there is Good. nothing to suck out, it's too small. Good, so There's how far else. back does that go? You have leg. to, the whole what? The whole, the whole leg, leg and no, in that, here? No, that, that body, that, that but, but there's a, there's a covering on it? On this yeah, part of the body? Yeah, is they, it inside? There are things that we eat as part of the covering. You have to know what's edible. I'm not, I'm not arguing or get, because it depends on the Matthias, but there are things that are coverings. Yesterday we had the Ramah says, Talfayim, Karnayim, you have things that are horns and nails, clearly not edible. You have softer things that are still crunchy, but are so edible. This is not edible. Which part? Exoskeleton of a, of a okay, insect. Okay, I'm okay with that. I'm okay yeah, with that. I this looks... That's what I'm saying. You, well, you can't, you wouldn't need, you'd have to take no, out no, the no, inside. No, okay. Okay. I'm okay with that. That's not really the main point. What I'm trying to show you is you have to look. Tesis is saying, first of all, the whole thing is gross. You wouldn't go near it. The terrorist did it. Okay, so now you're saying, well, the terrorist wouldn't ask us something that's too crunchy. It's like a nail. I'm okay with that. This, the bottom, is certainly what Taste is talking about. You want to say that goes further up, is there nothing in here? It's I don't so know. You have to... Tiny is only a might You have to verify whether that's of true. there is be... something in there because it has to move. Good. That's what he was asking last night. And he, I think he's right. So, so there's something but, but in there. If it's to, to eat, there is nothing to eat. Yeah, it does make a difference. Uh, if, as long as there's something in there floating around in your honey, is going to be us. Taste is not giving a head to for that. So we're in agreement that the stuff up here is going to pose a problem. You can't swallow it. 
Because there's something in here. It does make a difference how small it is. Probably not. Lobsters, they take apart. Yeah, because lobsters, the thing is hard. You can't bite into that part. This is also like that, but once you cook it or something, maybe. Good. No, you don't eat the shell of it. Okay. Dinner is served afterwards for anybody you're serving uh, in the office, but. uh, I don't think they just eat ants by the hand. I don't know if they eat ants. Yeah, ants, by the way, also have these coverings, and the 12 covered ants. I don't know if they peel them first. They probably put them on like this and they cook them. So, so yeah, so so then what wouldn't be fair? Anyway, point is. You, it's certainly this part of the leg. This has to be discussed. You have to know what's in there. Point is, he does add wings, but this version of Ben Tom doesn't, either because he elders push it, and he's just telling us to figure out which we can't seem to do, or it's a mafalikus, and it's not so push it. Aren't we working backwards? W- w- which part? From, the, as the Rav said in the beginning, the Torah, we're allowed to eat honey. Yeah, but the honey's not a problem. We've got things floating around, but Ben Tom says, why are we eating it with these things floating so around? Say, we're working backwards. Yeah. The assumption is we're allowed to eat honey. Yeah, yeah. that's true. That's okay. partial. Yeah. However, in order to get honey, you're by, there's no way to get around the fact that you're going to have bee parts. In no, it. most of it's filtered out. Oh, this part isn't. I understand. Yeah, this part there's going to be some. Yeah. In the old days, mm-hmm. we're talking about pasteurization. Right. Well, right. Right. Yeah. That you get. So, because the Torah already made it mutter, so we know okay, that so let me address that. It's a good question. Let me address that. So the answer is, is that, as Sadiq is saying, you could, somebody else suggested this also, if you, if you don't see them, they're, they're not there, they're bottle. Okay. If you don't see them, they're mixed in already, they're bottle. If you come on to the black thing and you know something about bees and you say, hey, this looks familiar from the picture in Sheer, so then the teramater, the honey, you now have to take a little bit of your fork and pick it out. That's no different than the teramater water. There are plenty of places to say the cup of pazarasa. I teramater water, teramater water. If you don't have shorts, I'm in it. Teramater, everything like that. Lettuce, broccoli. Yeah. So that, that itself wouldn't be a kasha. If it's impossible to get out, it would be a little bit of a question, but it's not possible. Tess is just saying, Tess will be cool here. It says, you could see it, do the filtering you can, get the main parts out, whatever those are, end up, whatever those are going to be. And these tiny little things, I'm betting it's more of this because I think when, when they're bigger anyway, the Messias people try to get them out. Don't worry about it. That's what taste is saying. Again, the problem is the Rambam says also in but that's only many learnings of Ashaveh. I'm not trying to eat it over here. So there's no Isidobonim of Ashaveh over here. And you don't have to get into whether the Rambam is talking about moist bones of Chaim with the gelatin we're going to get to. You don't need to. Just bypass that. There's no Ashaveh and it's Mutulagamri. That's the Chari the Pshat. Now, with that in mind, Go to the next page, and you'll see what the Mechaber brings down. This is very interesting. You see what complicates a simple Mechaber, and um, it's not a thousand percent clear what the Mechaber is um, saying by not telling us something on purpose, and you'll see. Um, take a look at Sifches, page 3, Tahar. Now, Sif test, by the way, we're not going to do now. I didn't bracket it now. We're going to go back to it. It talks about honey from hornets and other types of bees that they included in the heter, big mahosi shainim, and a lot to do with the sugya. That's just a coming attraction. But right now, we're going to focus on ches. Devash devarim mutter. Afapi shegufe ha devarim boy. So far, it sounds like something taste is alluding to. But read the next line. Ukishe mafrishin ha devash mehen. Even though there are things floating around. Page three, everybody got it? Page three in the main set. You have the wrong sheets, so somebody should go. You don't have a. You don't have a uh, should be plenty of them over here. Page three is a uh, Hilfus 
that's the middle word on pay Aleph. If you don't, if you don't uh, see something, say something. The opposite of the rule. Uh, everybody got one? Okay. When you separate it, that's assuming, of course you're going to separate it. You're going to boil it up, and you have all the stuff float to the top. You want that stuff out. Why do you want it out? Well, first of all, it's gross, and nobody wants it there. And the second reason is because the heter of atzamas and treating it like sticks and stones is not going to help for most of the bee. So you want to get it out. You heat it up. Normally, as soon as you heat something up, whatever's also in there, you're going to transfer all the time, and you're going to have a big problem. It's going to trafe up everything. Every shot in the kitchen starts when you heat something, not when you use cold water, unless you have it covered 24 hours. So you're heating it up at high temperatures. Matichan is boiling and these things getting boiled with it. Matichan asamiman. Afa pikin. All these things considered mutter. Why? Now, listen carefully. So he just said, we're boiling up the water, the honey here, and there are bee parts in it that are not just the legs or the feet, because Tasis is concerned about the feet. He doesn't mention what about all the other things you boil it up. So that's what the Mechaber is taking care of. So Mechaber says, well, um, the bee itself... He doesn't say this, but he agrees with taste in this part. The bee itself is not going to be mutter because it tastes horrible, because that's what the terror acid. But for bleas, for tam that goes from the bee to the honey as you're boiling it up, is nice and tam of gam. Nice and of gam is always mutter in terror. Problem is, it's usually also in the garbonum. And here, the machaber says that it's mutter, mishum dahavi, nice and tam of gam. So your question before will play a role over here. Why in the world should this be mutter? The classic. Whenever you cook chazer or an available trefus in a pot, and you even take it out afterwards, whatever came out, the bleas, if you don't have 60 to involve it, it's going to become usher because the bleas come out. So all of a sudden over here, you're cooking up honey. All the bee parts that are delicious are uh, the meaty parts are floating to the top. You skim them all off, and you're good to go. You even try to get all the wings and everything because you don't like the way they look. And Tasty says, after you do all that, don't worry about it, even though the time goes in because you're heating it above. Yeah, so let this, it's nice and time gone. Why is that a head over here all of a sudden? You have a pot that uh, got trafed up. It's the first thing I tell you to do. That says in is wait 24 hours. And then kasher. What, what do you do by waiting 24 hours? So all the bleas in there become pogum. Bleas get stale like food does after 24 hours. So we'd rather kasher when something's pogum because the downside is easier because we're not dealing with an isdereza. The time is pogum. But it's also you got a kasher still. You wait a day and then you kasher. You got a kasher. Can't use a pot that was trafed from a day ago. It's still awesome to have a Why is it awesome to have a to Ben Yemen? But next time we use it straight. One second. So that's normally awesome to have a Here it's mutter. Why is it mutter over here? The answer is that the Torah matered honey, assert normally things that are treif and are abliyas, but there's no other way to get the stuff out. So they, here they waved, they didn't wave at the rice with this. That won't help us for the bee. But for the drabonim, they weren't machmer and they said you can boil it and. Don't worry about the Isra Rabbanim. Why didn't they just ask the honey? Uh, honey's a... Pr- they didn't. No, but I'm saying... Honey, because honey is a pretty important... I mean, you can live without honey, but they didn't ask her honey because Chazal never asked her anything if, if the Xera... Often the Xera is a low plug, so it is a bit of a Chiddush, but if it doesn't have to be a low plug, and everybody understands the difference over here, and I'll tell you the difference. 
And that is that in the pot case, your, your tray for pot in your kitchen, it went in as good meat. The only problem is it turned out to be trade. But it went in. The time was very delicious when it went in. 24 hours later, it gets stale. So then, they make a gzera. You still got a kasher because, you know, now you got to wait 24 hours. Tomorrow you can use it within 24 hours. Gzera, ena benyama, to benyama, we aser. That we understand. Here, this time is always horrible. The B is always horrible also, but that's the Torah answered. The time coming out of Bli is, is always going to be mutter. And I'm not trying to cause trouble. It's not, not, not a shy of aim of atanisl I'm trying to purify my honey. So the Chazan, I can answer that because you'd have to answer the whole product. And there's no reason to answer it because there's no gzeri you're going to make a mistake next time. And we hope if you're alamdan enough to remember this, when it comes to kashering pots, you're not going to start saying this is mutter and that. You'll understand the chili. So they didn't answer it because they didn't want to answer the product. Yeah. But, but then you have a problem that somebody who, who, who isn't very knowledgeable is not just going to allow the legs to be They won't, because every, all humans, Goyim and Yidin, not the Lakashris, everybody in the honey industry is boiling this up to get this stuff out. Nobody likes this in there. Right. So I'd be starting off, we're not worried anybody's leave it in there on purpose. Shy leaves, they might leave in the stuff that's hard to get out, which is the legs. Right. That taste, it says, is mutter. Even to eat. Right. Problem is, the Mechaba doesn't mention that part. He's talking about what happens afterwards, the bleas that go into the honey. Why is the honey usher? The answer is, they didn't make the Xeadrah bottom. They want us to be able to have the, the product. And they never asked it. There's no reason to ask it because it's different than the regular case of the pot that gets stale. Tesis does not appear in this Mechaber. Does that mean because Mechaber assumes, yeah, we all know something left in there, the tiny little parts, but doesn't look there because it's like bones? Does he hold the Tesis? He may hold any part of the bee, according to what No, because Tesis, everybody agrees. Tesis says the Ikra bee is what Terasa, that's what Mr. said. He's not... And what you asked is maybe the honey purifies everything. Yeah. That's only if it dissolves and it's not there anymore. And if it's not there anymore, then it's bottle anyway. So what blizz is he referring to? No, so blizz is once it's not there anymore, everything floats to the top, the stuff there got mushed, like you're saying, but their blizz, if it was in there and you heated it, the blizz are in there. Right. So why is that okay? The answer is it tastes horrible. Well, tasting horrible is not a heter. To eat the insect, and that's true, not a heter, because it's a acid. But the blizz that come out, a program that Chazal never answered. But we said before, if it's bleas, I mean, we said only if it doesn't have a taste. Now we're saying that it's a bitter taste, which is different. We're saying it's a horrible taste. We do that all the time. Bees don't taste good, even though, again, you might get somebody in the Far East to say this is delicious. But, yeah, but we said with the legs before, you could have... No, the legs have no taste. No taste. Zero okay. taste. That's the difference. This, this is program... It happens to be another Pandora's box because um, I think we decided we're not using that expression anymore. But uh, somebody called me the other night. I used Achilles' heel. He's a Greek god. <laughs> so it's, it's good. It's, it's great. Everybody's listening for years. And they, uh, I said, it happens to be allowed to say it, but if all things are equal, I could do without saying it once a year. You'll explain to me afterwards why that's so. But anyway, uh, there's no mitzvah to say it, but um, there's no issue either. Lamaisa. Over here, the hop is, is that the terror acid, the body, the bleas are horrible because, let's assume everybody agrees this thing tastes horrible, and therefore it should be also made of the And the Machabe says, no, this is how you purify it. Don't worry about it. But it's not a double It's a big chiddush. So big that we're going to see soon the Prima Godin says, you know what? If you can purify it, keeping it at like 98 degrees or 103 below Yasalad, it might be a good idea. After all that, Machabe just writing up, like Pasha did, everybody does like that. Prima Gunn says, you know what, um, it's not so Pasha.
This is for a pretty standard method of, of doing honey. And the shy is what do you do with the pot afterwards? You'll say, well, we'll designate the pot for honey. We use the hetem. In the old days, they had a pot which they used for their eggs afterwards at home. And now the pot has bleas from, from bee parts, not legs, the main juicy part. And Machaber says, it's mutter. It goes in pogum as long as they draw a bottom. Primagalim says, yeah, maybe try to avoid it. But if you do it, Lamaisa, the minigas, and the pot's kosher also. And would this apply to other foods as well? Oh. No, because there's nothing. You know any other insects that were boiling out of our uh, thing? It applies. I'll tell you where it applies. It applies every, every week. I got a Shiloh from one of your wives. So I just made spaghetti, and I boiled in a pot, and some bugs floated to the top, which is where they decide to float to the top when the water gets hot. Usually dead at that point. But they were in there. So she wants to know is the whole thing traced? The good news is no, it doesn't ask the food because whenever it comes to asking the food, we don't ask the food with the Evid. We don't do it l'chatrila. The chiddush over here is you could boil it knowing this is going to happen. Here, she didn't know the bugs on there. She wouldn't put it in otherwise. And it's nice and town of gamma. It doesn't ask the food with the evidence. What? So it depends how many bugs. I've had some pretty big doozies with these calls. And uh, I told her to check a pantry on some of them. There's so many. But okay. So this is just the introduction. But I see you're following. You've got to remember these, you know, the exceptions to the kitchen, Shailas. This is a chiddush. And... Um, uh, well, the Mitzvah Shem is 23 after already. The Mitzvah Shem will continue tomorrow. Where? Which case?